Hey guys, welcome back to Social Production. I'm Caprice. And I'm Declan. And today we're talking about Ted Bundy, American serial killer and rapist. Ted Bundy was one of the most notorious criminals of the late 20th century. Sorry guys, you probably have heard about Ted. Um, he's, well, he's got so many, doc- he's got a few documentaries. There's a new Netflix TV, sh- oh no, it's a movie. Is Zac Efron and, in there? And TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to do a little bit of information on him because we're quite interested in him. And since it's just come out with the movie, we're like, why not? We'll just do a little segment on him. So who was Ted Bundy? His real name was Theodore and he was born on uh, the 24th of November in 1946 and he was uh, executed in January 24th, 1989. Um, as Declan said before, he was a rapist. And he was a serial killer. Um, he was executed in Flores electric chair in 1989. Um, so, let's talk about his childhood. Ted Bundy was born in Vermont on November 24th, 1946. Starting life as his mother's secret. Eleanor, his mother, was only 22 years old and unmarried when she had Theodore which was a humiliation for her deeply religious parents. She delivered the child at a home of unwed mothers in Vermont and later brought her son to her parents in Philadelphia. To hide the fact that he was a legitimate child, Bundy was raised as, an, as the adopted son of his grandparents and was told that his mother was his sister. Eleanor moved with Ted to Tacoma, Washington Washington a few years later in 1951 she married Johnny Bundy and the couple had several children together from all appearances Bundy grew up in a content working class family can we just stop and like talk about how at the start everything was so weird yeah from the start yeah like he grew up knowing his mother was his sister like that's gotta make you a bit crazy mess with your head a little bit and then he was but then again he was um but then he grew up in a working class family and he had brothers and sisters. Well, stepbrothers and sisters, yeah. half. Um, but anyway, that would have been weird to grow up as thinking your mother is your sister, and then all of a sudden. She's your mother. Obviously, in the teenage years, oh, yeah, it's like my mum. Yeah. That would have been definitely weird. Um, Do you want to talk about his education? Sure. So, Bundy showed an unusual interest in the Macklebury. Did they say it? Yeah. Yeah. At an early age. Around the age of three, he became fascinated by knives, which is weird, at three years old. Um, Bundy was a shy but bright child who did well in school, but not with his peers. And just with that, I remember him saying in his documentary, because they filmed a little bit of him saying that he had so many friends and he was really loved and everything around school but then his neighbor would say no like he wasn't like yeah, he just made front. yeah um as a teenager a darker side of his character started to emerge bundy liked to peep in other people's windows and thought nothing of stealing things he wanted from other people so he used to steal yeah he's a thief while a student at university of washington bundy washington, f- washington. <laughs> Bundy fell in love with a wealthy, pretty young woman from California. She had everything he wanted, money, class, and influence. 
He was devastated by their breakup. Many of his victims later resembled his college girlfriend, attractive student with long, dark hair. His killings also usually followed a gruesome pattern. He often raped his victims before beating them to death. He graduated from University of Washington with a degree in psychology in 1972 and had been accepted to the law school of Utah. By mid-1970s, Bundy had transformed himself, becoming a becoming more confident and active in social and politics politic, political 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 matters. Bundy even got a letter from a recommendation from the Republican government governor of Washington after working on his campaign. So he was quite smart. Yeah, he was educated. Yeah. And you know what? You'll see now how he had a he degree. He took that to his advantage. Exactly, because he had a degree. degree in psychology. Yeah. So, um, that's Ted weird. Bundy, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. Just talk over <laughs> me. <laughs> Ted Bundy's victims. While there is some debate as to when Ted Bundy started killing, most sources say that he began his murderous rampage around 1974. Around this time, many women... Women, women in the Seattle area <laughs> and in nearby Oregon went missing. Oregon. Stories circulated about some of his victims last being seen in the company of a young, dark-haired man known as Ted. He often lured his victims into his car by pretending to be injured and asking for their help. Their kindness proved to be a fatal mistake. You know what? Um, that wouldn't surprise me because he was quite attractive. Mm. And you know what, like... That's, I think that's why he got so many women Yeah. He killed. was confident. Because, he, yeah. He had he a just, swagger about him. Exactly. And, like, you wouldn't just think... I think that's why he's so famous. Mm. Because, and his case is so famous. is because no one thought... You know, he, he went to... He was... He he's had, a normal person. A normal person, yeah. Um, in, the, in the fall of 1974, <laughs> Bundy moved to Utah to attend law school. And women, women began disappearing <laughs> there as well. The following year, he was pulled over by the police. A search of his vehicle discovered a bag of burglary tools, a crowbar, a face mask, rope, and handcuffs. What did you say before, that he might be just kinky? I think he's definitely kinky. (laughs) He was arrested for possession of these tools, and the police began to link him to more sinister crimes. In 1975... Bundy was arrested in the kidnapping of Carol Durant, one of the few women to escape his clutches. He was convicted and received a 1 to 15 years life sentence. Two years later, Bundy was indicted on murder charges for the death of young Colorado... Colorado women? Colorado. Colorado women. He decided to act as his own lawyer in in this case. During a trip... To the courthouse library, Bundy jumped out the window and made his first escape. He was captured eight days later. Now, let me just say, he, like, he's killed women, so many women, or, you know, he's been trialed for this. Wouldn't you have more security? Like, how can he just jump out the window? It was like, the 70s. <laughs> like, they did show in the documentary that he was just in there, like, he, because he kind of come, not come friends with everyone, but... 
he was always smiling. He was and, you know, charming. Charming. So everyone, even like the guards, they'd kind of like, like he was sitting in another room, the library, where I don't think many criminals can do that. Yeah. Like he didn't have handcuffs on or anything. So, yeah, he was just... Well, it wasn't the first time he escaped because in December 1977, Bundy escaped from custody again. Jesus. He climbed out of a window he made in the ceiling of his cell. Having dropped more than 30 pounds to fit through the small opening, authorities did not discover that Bundy was missing for 15 hours, Mm -hmm. giving the serial killer a big head start on the police. He eventually made his way to Florida. Um, There, on the night of January 14th in 1978, Bundy broke into the Chia Amiga sorority house at the Florida State University. He attacked four of the young women residents, female residents, sorry, killing two of them. On February 9th, Bundy kidnapped and murdered a 12-year-old girl named Kimberly Leach. These crimes marked the end of his murderous rampages as he was soon pulled by the police that February. Pulled over by the police in that February. How did he escape again? Wouldn't you think he's had more security? Like It's a prison. He found his smart charm. He found a way out. Exactly. He's very... He's got... Very good knowledge. Very good. How was he caught? The most damning evidence connecting Ted Bundy to the two Chai Omega murders at Florida State University were bite marks on one of the bodies, which were a positive match to Bundy. In July 1979, Ted Bundy was convicted of these crimes. He was given the death penalty twice. He received another death sentence the following year in the murder of Kimberly Leach. You know what? That is where he kind of stopped thinking. Like, he was smart. He covered his tracks. Not covered his tracks, but he knew how to play the game. Yeah. But by doing bite marks, that's so, like, evident. He studied law. He knew the way around the legal system. But to bite someone, like, you just escaped... And you bit someone. Like, that's As soon as he escaped, he started killing again. Exactly, because it was just an urge. Um, His trial. So, Ted Bundy's good looks, charm, and intelligence made him something of a celebrity during this trial. And that's what he wanted, because he had his trial filmed. So, he wanted to become like a celebrity. Um, Bundy fought for his life, spending years appealing his death sentence. He tried to take his case as high as the U.S. Supreme Court, but he was turned down. He also offered information on some unsolved murders to avoid Florida's electric chair, but he could not delay justice forever. Ted Bundy was executed on January 24th, 1989. And now his execution. He was... Bundy was put to death around 7 a.m. in the morning at the Florida State Prison in an electric chair. Outside the prison, crowds cheered and even set off fireworks after Ted Bundy's execution. That's how big and a celebrity he was. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, you know what? Watching his documentary, and that was of him, it's like the whole time I was like, yep, yeah, you know, that's him. He's done it. Like, in some of the things, you have to watch um, some of the, like, some of the case, like, some of the episodes. Yeah. Because, like, he had a girlfriend... Um, and he had a girlfriend and she had a kid and he loved spending time with her. And now like he's, he killed a 12 year old and I think it was like similar age to the daughter, like the daughter, yeah, the stepdaughter. Was, yeah, exactly. He was just, 
notorious. He was a notorious criminal. Yeah. But then watching the new Netflix one with Zac Efron in it, the whole I suppose it's because it was Zac Efron. It was like, no, it can't be him. Oh, dreaming over him. Guys, you've got to watch it. It was really good on Netflix. And um, one thing I'm glad they didn't glorify him in that. In Zac Efron didn't want to glorify him. No, that's right. They wanted to show the true side of Ted Bundy, how cunning he was and how much he hid his true nature. Mm. He put on a mask. That's right. And um, he was, uh, for the whole time that he was in prison and, you know, going through the court, he was saying he was innocent, he was innocent. And then just before, um, just before he was going to die, he admitted to 36 killings of young women across the several states in 1970. Um... But the experts believe in the final tally, maybe closer to a hundred or more women. Um, the exact number of women Bundy killed has never been known. But um, there was the last scene on the Netflix TV of Zac Efron, which is Ted, and he's well, he had a new girlfriend by that stage, but the old one that he like really liked, Elizabeth. but Elizabeth is that the one that he loved? Like yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah, that's the one that had the daughter. Not the daughter of him though, the stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Yeah. Um, she was just like, cause she, so in the, so she's she the one that, closure. Ra- she yeah, closure. she went to go see him before he was about to be killed. Yeah. So she thought she got a, um, what happened was there was on, there was, t- there was on, um, a picture of a, a drawing, a sketch of this person on TV and she rang up the police and just said, I think it's Ted. So she's the one that ratted him in. And then a couple of years later, I think one of the officers come to her house and um brought her a file of all the stuff that he did well they thought he did and she never opened it for 10 years and 10 years after she went to see him just before he died and was just like you know please I haven't I haven't had the guts to open them because I keep thinking it's my fault because I put you in jail but just tell me how this girl lost her head because there was a photo of her laying her head off and he's like, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. She's like, no, you're not. Just tell me how you did it. Anyway, he um, wrote on the window. In the fog. In the fog because he, he wrote blew on hacksaw. Yeah. That's how he decapitated her. Yeah. And um, she was shocked and she just left. So he admitted to that to her. So then she, no, she has closure because obviously he um, killed everyone and he didn't kill her. But like she laid next to him while he was out killing women yeah. and raping them and then coming home and laying next to her yeah, with the sick, daughter there. Sick. Absolutely sick. Um, but yeah, how did you feel about him? Yeah, he was just a sick, cunning man that just did a lot of bad things to a lot of victims, but the people that didn't deserve it. There were young, you know, women that were just going through their lives, and he just took it away. It's terrible, isn't it? Anyway, well, yeah. Well, well, we'll be back in another month. Bye. <laughs>